Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment has arrived. The Be Ready for the Moment podcast, hosted by the one and only Queen Ching and syndicated on the EAE Radio Network, which boasts over 10 million listeners and 40 licensed digital stations worldwide, baby. EAE Radio, where music lives, people. Tonight, we're honored to have EAE Radio's own, On the Verge, indie power player, Jenna Milano. Tonight, she speaks her truth regarding her journey, struggle, career expectations, fears, and more. It's all positive on the Be Ready for the Moment podcast. Feel free to text your questions and comments to 323-553-5628. Jenna, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for taking the time aside to chop it up with me. Why don't we just (laughs) go ahead and jump right into it? Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Why don't you tell me and all the listeners, How did 2015 treat your music career, and how has 2016 treated you thus far? I would say 2015 was a lot of a a big learning experience for me. It was um, just throwing my music out there to the world and um, letting it be received. (laughs) I would say um, that is what I learned from 2015 and not being afraid to just be who you are and let your music speak for itself. Great. So it sounds like you learned a lot in 2015 and this year starting off well for you. Talk to me a little bit about what exactly were you able to gain last year? What were some lessons that you learned? Um, Last year, um, in the music industry, it's really hard because – you're not really strong and have the belief in yourself, it's really easy to be susceptible to, like, feel like a failure or, you know, just right. feel like everything you're doing is wrong. But I know it sounds like a cliche, but you really have to believe in yourself. You have to just, you know, just feel, you know, when you have that song that you like and you feel it and you think it will, you know, resonate with other people, you just have to push yourself to the limit of where you want to go and then release it and then you just got to just let it be and just let people either love it, hate it, learn to love it. <laughs> you know, sometimes right. I'll hear a song once and then I won't like it. Then I hear it a couple of times and now it gets in my head. I, I start liking the beat and, you know, it's, it's just all about, like, you know, getting that ear for the song. Right, and that sounds like some great learning experiences. Um, and as an artist, we all have to embrace that. I can yes. feel you and understand where you're coming from. So great lessons learned. I would like to rewind the tape with you a little. I would like to discuss your childhood. How does it affect and influence your career now? So growing up, what were some of the early influences that shaped your love for music? And did your parents contribute? Well, my parents believed in going to school and, um, like, getting a degree in more traditional. Um, 
<laughs> so right, like everybody right. else went to college, and I'm like, no, I want to learn music, I want to perform, I want to sing, and like, that's a hobby, that's not like a real job, you know, so it was like, it was difficult, right. I had to like, really stand on my own, so I didn't have much support from family, if that's the question, yeah. And I know that can be hard when you're out here chasing your dreams and, like you said, your family's more conservative. Yes, definitely more conservative. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's a few of us out here that have to deal with that. So (laughs) I, I know what that's like, actually. You know, my parents, I luckily have a lot of support from my parents, but they are definitely on the conservative side. So seeing me in this industry is probably they're like your parents would rather see me getting a degree and and not in this industry. Yes. But it's like I like I said, I think it's totally awesome that they were supportive, but I feel like it's a double double edged sword because it's like when they're not supportive it, it gives you that drive to just wanna prove to yourself and just wanna make something of yourself and it's like, you know, this is something that I'm passionate about and I know that this is where I belong and this is what I want to do. So it's like, I feel like it gives you that extra kind of like push or drive to just, you know, try to show up and, you know, just show out and just do, you know, just be a success. Like whenever somebody, you know, tell you you can't do something or, you know, put you down or, you know, even if they might not even know they're putting you down, but they are. And you're just like, you know what? No, right. this is what I want to do. This is what I want. This is what I believe in. And I I know you've probably heard that quote, you know, sometimes we can say no support was all the support I needed. Exactly. That's exactly, you know, I actually heard that recently because I'm learning to, um, it's really hard when you produce a song because I write and I help produce and um, and I've been working mm-hmm. with amazing producers and people that, like, I, I, I can, you know, kind of correlate with. And I just, um, it's really hard when you um, try to produce the best that you're something that you think is great and then people say, Oh, I don't like this, I don't like that it's like it's like giving birth to a child and having like somebody say your baby's ugly. Like it's like that's <laughs> the best kind of scenario I could think of because it's like, you know, you're like, Oh, this is awesome and then, you know, people pick it apart. So it's kinda one of the, the hardest things I've been like trying to deal with is, you know, getting you know, criticism and like letting it, you know, just letting it, let me feel it out and, you know, just realize that, you know, everybody's not going to like everything. And some, that's why there's all different kinds of genres and that's why everyone is an individual. Mm-hmm. So it's just whoever likes it, I hope they like it. Whoever doesn't, you know, just, you know, whatever comments they want to make, I'm just going to have to live with it because, I mean, I just want everyone to hear all the music that I want to put out there. Right in. Like you said, that's why there's so many different genres. There's many successful artists who I personally do not care for, you know. (laughs) There's going to be people out there that do not care for me. Like, that's just part of the, you know, game. But like you said, it is essential. And I know you said it kind of sounds cliche, but we do have to believe in ourselves at the end of the day. Um, We hope, you know, that the people like it. But at the end of the day, like you said, and it's kind of funny you said it this way, because it is kind of like saying that our baby is ugly if you're not feeling our song. <laughs> that was like, you know, that because, was a crazy scenario, but that was your thing right now. <laughs> but that is so true up. because it's, it's funny because, like, when I have people talk to me like, Queen, when are you going to settle down and when are you going to do this? And it's like all my friends, right, with all their kids or whatever, and I'm like, 
Like, this is my life. I'm married to the game and my songs are literally my babies. You know, so for you to say that, yeah. Exactly. I'm glad glad you feel me because, like, when I say that, people are like, what? I'm like, that's the college girl. This is my child. And you're going to listen to her. You're going to love it. (laughs) That's what it is. That's really cool. I'm going to definitely remember you for that one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> for sure. So, Jenna, who were some of the music artists that influenced your musical mindset in the early stages of your life? And, like, what was the first tape or CD that you ever purchased? The first CDs I ever purchased, I was, like, a real pop girl. So I really loved, like, Beyonce, Britney Spears. Lady Gaga, like that kind of stuff. I like R and B too. I like Mariah Carey. Like I like, I like anything that resonates with me. Like it can be any, like you know, a song, a lyric from a song, uh, a beat, the way the chorus is. I just have to like feel it, and it's okay. Like even rap songs, there's some rap songs that I like. There's there's some that I don't. There's some rock songs that I like. It's just according to what like relates or what I feel. You know, whenever I feel like music is a soundtrack for our life. So I feel like everybody goes. And sometimes there can be a song that takes you right back to that, or you can have like a memory and it takes you right back to that. Like it's like, and it. I feel like you know. I just feel like everyone is individual, and you can't just say you like one type of music because I just feel like that's not that's not realistic to me. I could be wrong, right? But I just like everybody has so many layers to them that you can't just say, oh, I'm just R&B, or I'm just, you know what I mean? It's just it's just bizarre to me. Yes, as an artist, like me, I'm a hip-hop baby all day, but I definitely, as an artist, you know, I'm a hip-hop, but I love all kinds of genres of music. I mean, there's really not very many artists or songs that I don't know. And like you said, there's too many layers to us as people. We can leave the artists outside of it as people. All the genres are able to capture some kind of struggle that we've been through. Exactly. Like, it's just like, you know, you know when you hear a sign, you're like, you know, there might be a lyric that you kind of relate to, and you're like, oh, that's how I feel right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, right. I like this song. Like, you know, this is my new anthem. And I, I, would, I, would, I use music for everything. I literally use music for exercising, wake up in the morning, cleaning up, in the car. Yes. Like, it's just like, I need music because <laughs> I'm just like, without it, I'm just like, I feel like dull. Right, and I guess I even actually maybe said that wrong. It doesn't always have to be a struggle that we relate to through music, like you said. It could just be nostalgic for us and takes us back to a certain point in our life or gets you up and motivated, like you said, while you're cleaning and just date. Like every single thing I do, I have music with me as well. You know what? You're sounding more and more like my kind of girl. Yes, because I can feel you because if I have to clean, I am going to be listening to music. If I have to pack, I am listening to music. Yes, if I'm putting on my hair done, it just has to be on because I feel like it's just just, a necessary background. It needs to be there. And you also said something that let me know that you were turning into more and more of my type of girl because in all the artists that I've chopped it up with, and they named some inspirations. You said my all-time favorite singer, which is Mariah Carey. I love her. <laughs> I, I love, love her. her. I love her. 
I absolutely love her, and it's kind of ironic that I've she's such an inspiration to me. Like even though I'm a hip hop artist, she's been so influential in my career. And I talk to so many singers, and it's so weird that I wait to hear her name. And you're actually, I believe, the first artist that has named Mariah Carey. So that's really cool. Oh, she's amazing. I can like, I can name so many songs from her that just. Like, I feel like she writes these songs with me in mind. I'm like, does she know me? <laughs> like, I just, right. Like, like, yeah. So, like, shout out to Jenna Milano just, and Mariah Carey. I said, so, just a quick shout out to Jenna Milano and MC. <laughs> Love her. <laughs> so, describe to me the moment that you felt music was too important to let go and you wanted it to be that life for you? You know, I've always wanted to be in the music industry, but, you know, it's really hard when you're an indie artist because you have to make money for everything. You have to have money for studio. You have to, it's just, right. it's just, it's a plethora of things that you need to prepare for when you're trying to be in the music industry. And there's things that you won't even be prepared for. It's just like, it, it it will consume your whole life, and you right. have to make money to do it. So it's like you have to do odd jobs. You have to have this kind of job. You have to have a steady kind of paycheck coming in. So it's just like with all those struggles coming in, I kind of put it in the back burner because I have to live. Like I, I can't, you know, I have to pay bills. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just like right. you know, going to school. It's like, you know what, I really want to do this, but, you know, live. <laughs> Which absolutely like crazy, right like I wish I really could just wake up and just do music and just go perform and be on stage you know what I mean but it's just it's just not like that so it took me some time to get everything together and situated and you know get the right people in play in my life and I have great support right now and then you know I just I always loved music I just needed to you know get more focused and get like more of the finance side going because it's really like a full-time job, and it is a hard industry to break into. You can have said that more accurate. I mean, this industry is not for everybody, and as an independent artist, I don't think that people understand what we have to do to even, like you said, get your foot somewhat in the door. Exactly. People like, it's really- have this false it's, um, illusion of what it is. Yes. And it's not like, before I think, I'm going to upset a lot of people, but before I think it was easier because you would just have to show that you're an awesome artist, get a label to sign you, get people behind you. Right. Get, now it's just everyone wants to be an artist. <laughs> not saying that. <laughs> Some people are not, I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to throw shade, but I just listen to, and, like, everyone's an artist now, and it's like, really? It's like, okay. Like, it's just, it's very bizarre <laughs> to me. And it's, it's just, like, and because of the Internet, like I always say, everything to me sometimes is, like, a double-ended sword because it's, like, because the Internet allows us so much accessibility, it's, like, a lot of stuff gets to be put out there, and you're like, huh? And then the stuff that should really be more listened to, it's like, you know, it's just a lot that goes right. into the music industry. And I feel like it was easier back then because it was like, you know, there's a certain pedigree you have to do. You have to look a certain way. You have to be a certain kind of singer. You have to sell a certain kind of demographic. You have to get into the right label. 
and you know you could just got right. molded a little, but now it's like it's a free for all. You just have to get the right song, come out at the right time, get the right people behind you, and have the love and support from your fans. That's first and foremost the most important because my fans are amazing, and I've just been so blessed to have the support that I've been having, and I just really appreciate them. I love my Jennaholics. They're the best. And uh, there are some haters, but, you know, the haters are underlying lovers. I always say there's a thin line between love and hate. All day. <laughs> All day. <laughs> Man, well, you have a really refreshing perspective, and in, in, in this little time in talking with you, I'm really enjoying it. You have some really enlightening perspectives. Thank you. you know, I actually have not also ever heard someone say that they believed it was easier back in the day, you know, to get in this industry. Because now what they say is it's so much easier because you have the social media and you don't have to be out in the streets like selling physical units of your single or your CD. Um, but in some ways I can kind of agree with that because, they may have did that type of work, but like you said, ages ago, it was about your talent, and that was it. Exactly, and exactly like, you know, there's a build-up to it, what you have to do, what you, you know, now it's just like everyone's an artist, so how can you, you know, there's no way to define or skim through, you know, artists and people that are thinking they're artists, you know what I mean? Like, right. I wake up thinking of melodies, I play certain instruments, I write, I, you know, I've been writing poetry my whole life, I, you know, I just feel, I feel like there are people that are definitely always artists, kind of, like, you know, they, they tend to be like the artistic thing, you know what I mean? And then there are right. people, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like artists always feel artists, like me and you, I'm connecting with you right away, because we're just like, we're yeah. on the same wavelength. And I feel like some people yeah, are on wavelength, and then some people aren't. You know what I mean? And I feel like some people can be good at, you know, a single or two. But when it's in you and you feel it and you breathe it, you believe it and you love it, it's just a difference. And you can always tell. I can always tell another artist, and I can tell that you are too. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And that is something that I can do as well. I have a quote that I've seen, and it applies, you know, they say that your energy will introduce you, you know, without you even having to introduce yourself. And I see and come across so many artists in this industry from major artists to independent artists. And a lot of these independent artists, to just keep it 100, I have so much love for them because I'm an independent artist as well. But some of them (laughs) really kill me, (laughs) you know. And I appreciate artists like yourself, you know, Jenna, when – I reached out and we locked you in for this interview. You know, you and your people had everything to me immediately. And when I see a person that just handles their business just up front, you, you know, we had to wait some time and I've been looking forward to this interview. But you didn't procrastinate. You didn't put it off. You you didn't send me, you know, just everything last minute. You knew you had this interview (laughs) coming up months ago. And when I see an artist that just has everything I ask for in a certain manner, it's not every artist that just has the creativity, but also has the business intellect. 
and you and know, that's you know, thank you so much for saying that. But that's what I you know, earlier when we you know, when we got into that, it's a business and people don't see it that way. You have to be professional. You have to be like, you know, it's it's you know, some people say you have to kiss people's derriere, but I don't believe that. I believe that once you're an artist and you know what you're striving for, it's nothing right. to put on a smile and talk about what you love. So it, nothing should ever be about, like, you know, trying to sugarcoat anything, or it should just be you expressing yourself and, and you know, living your truth and being happy within what you're putting out there. You know what I mean? I, I never understood Absolutely. how people would say, you know, would say, oh, it's a whole bunch of this. No, no, it's not. If you believe in yourself, you believe in your music, and you know that what you're doing is something good, and you know when you get on stage what you're going to do, all you got to do is talk about it and then let them see it, and then that's it. That I couldn't have said it any better than that. <laughs> You're dropping you. game on the Be Ready for the Moment podcast here on the EAE Radio <laughs> Network. I hope they're soaking it up. So I would like to know, you walk in the studio, you're in the booth, you begin to create your art. Explain the feeling and the energy. Tell us what you're feeling in that exact moment. You know what? It's so weird because I do things really unorthodox. Like sometimes I'll have a beat or a melody or I'll already have like some concepts written out. Or sometimes it's all according to the chemistry you have with the person that you're working with sometimes because it's like mm-hmm. I've been in the studio sometimes with producers where immediately in like like four or five hours we already have the hook, the lyrics, the bridge, the beat, you know, and we record that day. Oh. And then sometimes I want to, like, cure the beat and write to it. But majority of the time when I'm in the studio, it just naturally happens with where we get everything together and I just hear a beat and I think the lyrics. And it's I just love it like that because I feel it's so organic. I feel like it's, like, something that's just happening at the moment. And I feel like you can never beat that rush and that feeling you get when you're creating something. And then you're just, like, putting things together and, you know, the producer's adding certain riffs on it or put you know it's just it's so dope like I can't I can't even like that's when you know you're an artist and you're in there and you're like feeling every single bass you're moving you're right. hearing every instrument and you're just like I always think stuff over and over and over and over like I'm the only thing I would complain about me is like I try to be a perfectionist which I don't think it's, it's so hard to like try to do that but when you're in the studio I would never recommend. I would. I would recommend people not to try to be a perfectionist. But it's, you know how they say you can't practice what you preach. So, but it's right. Like, I'll go on and on and off. Sing it again. I'll sing it again. And I'm like, no, I think I can do it better because I just always want it to sound just like crisp and fresh and airy. And I just want my voice to just sound the best and the way it's supposed to sound, either smoky or raspy or high or falsetto or mellow or yes. low. I can do a couple like I can do a couple different ranges. So I always want the song to feel what it's supposed to feel and give that vibrato, you know. Absolutely, and again, you had a really cool perspective on that because you're saying that in the studio we should kind of just zone out and not always aim to be a perfectionist, and that is actually something that I struggle with. My producer, if he's listening to this right now, I know he's shaking <laughs> his head because I can be in the studio and I'm like you. They will tell me, oh, my God, you just killed that queen. You just 
you know, knocked it out. And I'm like, no, 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 I could do it better. I could do it better. I'm constantly. <laughs> That's what I always and then sometimes, do. I always do that. You know, and then sometimes they'll even ask me, Queen, are you sure you don't want me to save this? I'm like, no, I could do it better. And then sometimes I'm like, should I have saved that? Because I was really, you know. So You know what I do, Queen? Actually, I, always, I always say save it, but I think I can do better. That's what I always do because, like, if I, like, better than I'll be like, we should save that. Like, I always tell them to save <laughs> it. And I just say right. save it, but I think I can do better. Like, I always I always do that. And I know exactly I need to start doing that. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying because I feel that same way. But I always feel like I can just switch it a little bit or I can, you know, it just, it's so, like I right. said, it's very, when you're, when you're an artist, it's like, it's very, it's it's very emotional. It's very, like, it's very personal. It's very, it's like, to me, it's just very, it's the best vulnerability, I think, that you can show to anyone because I'm more of a, I would say I'm a tough girl. <laughs> but when it comes to music, <laughs> I, feel so, I feel so vulnerable because it's like I'm right. letting, you know, I'm releasing something to the world that, you know, I, Absolutely. I collaborated. So it's just, it's so, it's so intimate. It is. And, again, I can feel that because I was talking to someone a couple of days ago, and I was actually kind of saying how it's, almost like the most vulnerable thing and you feel almost at your most like naked moment because you're sharing, you know, you may not be able to talk about the things that you may share in a song, you know, we're going to tell the world, but we can't really sit here and have a face-to-face conversation with one person about it. (laughs) You know, I kind of relate so much to Taylor Swift in a certain way because I write about my life a lot. It could be a boyfriend at the time. It could be an ex-boyfriend at the time. It could be multiple boyfriends at the time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but and we can is, keep it just, on the low. <laughs> it's just, you know what I mean? And then, like, sometimes I get so emotional, like, I can feel tears. Like, you know, when you when you're, when you sing or, you know, in your in your case, rap, like, when you're just so – when you're invested in what you're saying, it's just so, like you said, vulnerable, naked, you feel like. And then for other people to hear it, and then it's like, does he know what I'm talking about him? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. And speaking of that, I would like to talk about the song that you have playing on EAE Radio. Shout out to the number one source for music, branding, and digital advertising with over 10 Million listeners worldwide. No shade to any other network. <laughs> I love it, and my song "Electric" is number one, so I'm like super stoked and excited. So explain to me and the listeners why you chose to release "Electric" as a single. So "Electric" came about. It's like you know when you're in love with somebody and you get those butterflies but you just also you just don't know what's happening to you and you just do things that you just never thought you'd do you feel like you're in a movie and you'll live you'll die you'll cry it's just so dramatic you just feel like you'll ride or die or you just feel like nothing existed before that person and that's when I wrote the song Electric I love sometimes like really like kind of EDM kind of like techno kind of like dancey songs because it just it just you know how it kind of like zones you out sometimes feel good and 
And I wanted to, I love writing songs that have emotion to it. So even though it's an EDM fast song, it still has the lyrics that, you know, it can be like in a in a soul jam or like in something like, you know what I mean? If you listen to the words, they're really kind of strong and deep. It's about, you know, just being fully in love and connected with somebody. Well, I think the listeners are ready. You think we should let them hear it? We should let them hear it. I have my girl, Jenna Milano. Electric on EAE Radio.
That's Jenna Milano Electric. Very dope track. For all the listeners out there, where can they stream and purchase it? Hopefully it's not streaming on any free platform. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually on Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. It's available on iTunes and Amazon. Great. I love it. Very cool vibe. I love what you're doing with it. So I would like to know, what is the next move or event that you have planned for your brand? Hopefully, expanding more with EAE Management Group, distributed with Capital Music Group. What's your next chess move? It definitely is still affiliated. Um, what I'm actually working on is um, I've changed my mind a couple times about the song that I want to do my first video to, but I'm kind of um, well, I'm going to do a collaboration for the fans with the selfie song. We're gonna have I'm gonna have like you know something soon on my website where they can send in their selfies and their memes and. I'm just going to do, like, kind of a cute mashup slash an internet-y kind of fun video of everybody doing their selfies and their versions of the song. And, you know, everybody loves that song. And it's just such a fun song. And it's just about – it's not really about taking a picture. It's just about loving yourself and being in the moment and accepting any flaw, anything that you have wrong with you. And just a selfie is something that is for you. It's a selfie. It's it's a picture of yourself and – how you feeling right. and what you want at the moment. So I, I, it's just more of an inner thing to me for people that have, like, you know, like kind of, like, low self-esteem and don't feel confident about certain things. I say all the time, put your picture up, angle it. <laughs> Everybody can look at your <laughs> selfie and take that picture and be happy with what you see because I always tell people beauty is what you see and it's not, I have to behold it. What you might not like is somebody else might well. And you know what I mean? Absolutely. That's beautiful. And <laughs> but not only I, is know. beauty in the eye of the beholder, but it's really from within. You know, we exactly. can see. And you got to love yourself before anybody else can love you. So I always try to, that's kind of like what the song Selfie is underliningly about. Well, I'm going to have to definitely check that out. Why don't you go <laughs> ahead and tell all the listeners, where can they find you on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook? Spell out your social so media handles. Everyone can see me on my website is jennamilano.com, but I'm also segwayed with Instagram, Facebook, and, um, oh, God, at Twitter. I love jennamilano.com. Y'all heard her. Go follow my girl. And I'd like to talk about your experience on EAE Radio thus far. Have you enjoyed all the social media promo. Shout out to Renegade Revolt. They're beasting on all levels with the promo. <laughs> Shout out to everyone. Shout out to you, too, for being so supportive. Shout out to, like, everybody has been, like, uh, to all my fans. It's been so great. It's been, like, an it's like um it's like receiving an award in a way when people just, you know, shoot you a, a, a message and, and tell me they heard right. your song and tell me they like it. And it's just, it's just so it's, it's empowering and it's so... It gives you like that, that that you know that push that I said like you know you might not get from somebody else, but when your right. fans or when people are feeling you, it just it gives you that reassurance of yes, this is what I want. This is what other people they like it. Like it's just like they feel it. It's so cool. It's the best. So nothing can, nothing can beat that feeling of your fans and having people receive you and and like. And, like, even if they don't like it, they're still receiving you. So it's like, okay, they're giving me a chance. You know what I mean? Right. 
And it is. It's a great feeling. And I don't know that there's really a better feeling than that. Exactly. And I have to ask, <laughs> have you enjoyed being on the Be Ready for the Moment podcast tonight? Did I do a good job? You are the best interview. I've had a lot of interviews so far. You have been up. No shade to everybody else. The the creation is my favorite so far. Thus far, you're on top. (laughs) Man, that's I felt like I was talking to one of my girlfriends. I appreciate that, and I've enjoyed having you as well. People, I'm also going to check out some of your music. I really am. I want to like see what you're, you know, what you have out there. I'm going to do it as soon as we hang out, and you're probably going to see a message from me on one of your social media things. Please do that. I have a song out there right now that EAE Radio is behind. Keep it on the low, featuring Below Zero of Twista's Do or Die. Oh, I like that you put that little plug in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, you know, it it's that like, was that was cute. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank I'm you. I appreciate that. I look forward to having that, another Jenna. interview with you. When my video comes out, I'd love to come back on and we could talk about it. I might, might, I'm going to have a new single coming out more like to the spring slash summer, and that's the one I'm going to do okay. the video for. And myself and EAE Radio and Renegade Revolt would love to get behind you and your new single and your brand. I look forward to that. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking to, with you. You're dope. You're awesome. Please stay the way you are because you're so real and authentic and you make it so easy for anyone to just, like, you know, be receptive to you. It's really awesome. Thank you so much for um, having me on your show. Thank you so much. I'm honored, and that is something that is going to give me that push and that motivation as well. So thank you, Jenna. I appreciate that. People, you're welcome. please expect bigger and better to come. You keep it real as well. Please expect bigger and better things to come from this artist, Jenna Milano. You have to stay focused on your journey, and you got to keep in touch with us at EAE Radio on your grind. Thank you. This is the official Boss Talk Radio host of Hot 94.7 and EAE Radio, Houston's number one hit station for all major hits. Follow my story on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook daily at QW. E-E-N-C-H-I-N-G. Most importantly, download our banging mobile app, Eman's Angels, from the Google Play Store for Android users and from the App Store for iPhone users. Stream from over 15 different cities daily. Download the app today. Send the queen a message via the live chat button, and I'll respond right back.